Ready? Indeed I am. Hello everybody and welcome to Bloody Sunday, the Strain Podcast. I am your host, Mike Marbach, and to my right and to my left... David Danella. Yes, that's right. It is a two-man job tonight. Uh, <laughs> and uh, hopefully... No, not hopefully. We are completely up to the task. All right. I'm uh, <laughs> no, that's not true. Third man in the podcast booth. We're up to the task. Um, at the end of this podcast, we are going to announce the winner of our July... What was it? August contest, uh, where yeah. people, anybody that rated and reviewed... Uh, David put them into a uh, what he called a randomizer, yeah, uh, which I guess is a program on your uh, on your laptop, and we picked from the August reviews, and we will announce that right at the end. Indeed. Hmm. Uh, so if you like listening to the podcast or hate listening to the podcast, please go to iTunes and rate and review. Uh, we run contests somewhat frequently, and. Uh, if you do that, you can possibly win something. Uh, nothing official just yet, but we always uh, count retro ones as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, moving on. What was your first impression of this podcast? Uh, or not the, I keep saying uh, that. I well, did this uh, first impression of this podcast uh, <laughs> shambles. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, we're doing great. No, We're doing great, and we're going to get better as it goes on. Uh, boring. This was a boring episode, yeah. right? This is like... This was just like an episode where we just, everybody like walked up one step and nobody did anything. They just stopped on that one step? They just walked up one step and like put their hand up to a door that they're about to knock. One one step? Yeah, like. I guess this is like an outside house. It's like a stoop. It's a stoop. Yeah, it's like (laughs) a stoop. Yeah. (laughs) It's not, it's not an inside steps. No, I'm sorry. They, they, there's a stoop with, uh, with, uh, one, it's one step stoop. Okay. Yeah. All right, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Um, so it's a, it's a walk up. Um, all right. So for me, I'd I'd I'd, ag- I'd agree with uh, the sentiment. I wouldn't agree with your um, uh, uh, scenery choice. I guess uh, your analogy, but you uh, uh, you picture in something with a porch, um, an enclosed porch, sure, uh, where there's two doors, and you have you can go in. But you still have to knock on the front door. They're inside and nobody's knocking on anything. Yeah. Um, they're not sure if anybody's home. They're just kind of peeking through the windows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Hello? <laughs> uh, I don't want to <laughs> knock unless I know somebody's inside. I'll feel weird. <laughs> uh, the gist of my thoughts is that, yeah, it didn't seem like much was happening. It was a lot of people going around. Um Although there was moments of things, like at the end when, when Kelly shows up. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the deal with Eichhorst and Abe and uh, the Cardinal. Uh, so that was neat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this, 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 what, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of... Uh, like, this reminds me of, like, an episode where you clean your room. Like, like, or, or like when we clean our rooms in real life, like, especially when you're in college, right? It's like, you know, you know, somebody's coming over for some romantic times. Sure. So like, I got to clean up my room, but you like really don't really clean up your room. You just like push it and make everything, you push, make shit everything. But even that, and, but like, and vacuum. but like, imagine like putting a camera in a dorm room and just watching somebody clean the room and then having the camera turn off the second the person they're going to have sex with comes in. You'd be like, this was a stupid video to make. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shame that is a shame um yeah all right 
so that was this episode. Yeah. Uh, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Point out the Game of Thrones soundboard. Yep. Shay. Uh, all right, so let's go through go through this as uh, quickly but as detailed as possible. Sure, that's um, that's what we're known for is um, speed and accuracy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's yeah. the exact opposite. Yeah, it's uh, it's slow and incorrect information. Yep, <laughs> slow, wrong, and angry, <laughs> but fun. We have a good time being completely wrong about things. Well, 50% of our uh, listening audience agrees with that. No, it's not 50%. There 40%. Have been, there have been, 70%. There have been two bad, terrible reviews. Um, so the rest of them are people that are on our side. They are people uh, that care about this podcast because they know that we care about the show, even yeah. though we... We wouldn't be doing this if we didn't care. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's start with... Uh, it's one of the cooler things about the show, but there's not much going on. Gus. Yeah, Gus just, like, you know, got himself a little lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are progressing. Uh, I, guess, I would say they're progressing quickly, except uh, Eldrick Palmer's weird body uh, had sex with Coco last episode. <laughs> So maybe they're not progressing that quickly. No. And poor Gus. He finally... She's, she's like, impressed with him as it is. Yeah. Uh, and the first person he, like, kind of has to fight in front of her is... is the biggest is, badass is the, on the show. It's Quinlan, the biggest yeah. And she, he just, like, kind of tosses him right up in front of the... In front and breaks the glass. Um, yeah. And he's like, do you want that we invite her along? Yeah. You want you want her to come along with us? You want her to come with us? <laughs> you want me to talk to her? Yeah. Let her know what kind of guy you is. <laughs> you want to buy a hot cross bun? <laughs> Only a shilling, sir. <laughs> uh, oh, so perfect. Quinlan is um, is now Cockney. Yeah. Um, what is he? Is he is he just English? Is, you know, he, is it is an English of, or is it Australian? One, this, is like, this is that classic bullshit that happens where it's like, all right, somebody has um, somebody's been around for two thousand years, so he has a British accent. <laughs> yeah. right. He could just as easily have an American accent; it would make no difference. No, not at all. Um, all right, so Gus is driving around with Angel. They're yeah. trying to go somewhere and pick something up. I, you know what? I honestly, I did not catch up. They're trying to get. Well, first of all, you have a show that moves very slow, and. Uh, you need to have some action. And most of their scene, you had to read. Uh, They were driving around, (laughs) talking about whether they... Like, uh, would a benevolent god do this in Spanish? Yeah. How can we stay awake? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't during uh, any kind of attack. Um, There wasn't anybody in the back seat that they didn't want to know the real story of what was going on. Um, so they spoke in Spanish, assuming that the person in the back seat that doesn't exist in this example, yeah. uh, didn't know Spanish. Uh, so yeah, this was, this was, this was quite boring. Didn't tell us anything other than they are, I guess, buds now. Uh, yeah. and they go and they're, they're supposed to, I remember something about being loaded. All we have to do is load it up. So they go to this place that apparently has been ransacked, right? Yeah. Um, um, that wasn't the restaurant that 
he works at, right? I don't think so. <laughs> but I really don't know because they don't make anything. They like whatever the restaurant was, it wasn't important enough for us to be like, "Okay, I remember the front of it." Yeah. It's uh, not Abe's Trinket Shop. And they but they were talking about them. I think it their their name was the Guptas. Sounds right. Uh and he said that they will never leave. Regardless yeah. of what happens, how bad the bad shit gets. They're not going to leave uh, that restaurant, um, so that's why he wants to wants to kind of hang around. Uh, so Gus is there, and uh, he's kind of making out with um, I, I still don't know her name. Um, and uh, I kind of remember it, but I really don't. That's that's so not helpful at very all. Very helpful. That's not. I I I was acknowledging the lack of helpfulness. All right, take a guess. Um. Uh, Anya. That doesn't sound very Gupta-y. Maybe it's... I don't know. All right, moving on. Um, so he's he's there making out with uh, with Anya. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's not even... For, for our purposes right now, yeah. just so I don't the, say the, the daughter. She's the crown princess on the um, stage. Yeah, Anya. And Quinlan's there just kind of like peeking in. Yeah, like a creep. <laughs> you mind if I? You mind if I uh, just sit here? Just I'm sit just here. gonna look at you uh, whilst you kiss. On your one step stoop, looking out at you. Yeah. Um, and that's then he just kind of goes out and has a chat and just he's basically just trying to convince Gus to join the cause. Mm-hmm. And that's more or less what that was, right? Any, yeah, any... and and Gus is like, "Fuck you, punk! I want to do it. I want to be here with my lady." And we're like, "Do it, Gus. You're an interesting character, and Quinlan's an interesting character. So we just want you two together." Yeah, just get together. Just get together. Just, any, the do it for us. Um, and that was uh, that was that story, right? There wasn't any kind of attacks. There wasn't anything other, you know, actiony no. within that, other than him pushing him against the the window of the door. And I feel like we didn't. Uh, did we get? Did he? Did they? Did they shake on it? Where did they? Where did they? I think fall? Uh, I think they spit in each other in their respective <laughs> hands. <laughs> What's the sound? <laughs> on each side, it was a. <laughs> and then they they shuck, they shuck on it. Um, uh, yeah, pretty sure that's what happened. And then they walked off into the uh, the the moonlight with their arms around each other's shoulders. Yeah, um, and got promptly got attacked. Uh, so that was the Gus Angel story. Uh, so let's go into because everything else kind of just uh, gets wrapped up a bit. Um, so let's start with the Coco the Coco side of things. Yeah. Um and we open up uh with Coco and Palmer yeah. in bed. And uh apparently while Palmer was sleeping, Coco uh Coco found some double sided tape. <laughs> yeah. And uh took a uh took a dress shirt and uh and, and placed herself yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, and things stayed perfectly in place. Nothing. There were no wardrobe malfunctions 
within that scene. Yeah. Um, but that was, even for that, I think that was a little, that was a, seemingly a little risque for FX for this show so far, isn't it? Uh, I don't know if it's, if it's risque for FX. For uh, things that we've seen on this show, that seems to be one of the more... Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. But could they be more risque if they wanted to? Uh, That's what I don't know. I would think so. I mean, it's on a cable network. It it airs uh, at 10 p.m. Uh, they can yeah. do whatever they want. They yeah. could be more graphic. They can they can do things. They they got the warnings. Yeah, they can um, do it because um, we've seen somebody's ass a couple times. Yeah, but it was a dude's ass. Yeah, I think it's very uh, selfish. Yeah, and why choose that scene with with Palmer like? Naked, there, yeah. You know? uh, why? Why that scene for some some skin? Yeah, doesn't make any sense. I think they're just like trying to like be like this was a major coup for Palmer, a major coup 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 coup. Yeah, a major. I'm coup de tambour. Coup de tambour. Coup de tambour. Where is she from? Where did she grow up? In France. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so she's, she's snooping. She's trying to get yeah. into, uh, his business, uh, as far as whatever, whatever, what's going on. She, she says that she doesn't like Eichhorst yeah. and who does, am Honestly. I right? Um, and, uh, he goes to see the Cardinal, uh, who apparently has or has access to the Oxido Lumen. Lumen, yeah. Um, are we, do we know what the hell this thing does yet? It must have magic. <laughs> It just has magic. It must. It must, It's gonna. It's gonna be some elaborate trap for killing the master or something like that. It's gonna be like, oh, you've got to lure him to the uh, top of the Eiffel Tower mm-hmm. and uh, spray him with a little holy water or something like that. It has like the the greatest poem ever written, and he can't resist reading it. Yeah, and he opens it up and gets sucked into the book. Oh! <laughs> It's um no, it's actually just a book of like um different like wily coyote order forms. You get you get like we're gonna get like a big spring, put it on the master. Uh oversized gloves yeah. for, for his lobster hands. Yeah. Well no no lobster hands anymore. He doesn't have lobster hands anymore? He's he's uh what's his face? Oh, I thought the lobster hands would have tagged along. No, the lobster hands were because he was a giant bat boy. Oh, Master is sleek and uh, popular now. He's a pop star. He's I. He's uh. He's Boulevard. I. We've still not gotten a, an adequate explanation for why this guy's name was Boulevard. Do we need of all of all the things that we that haven't been explained no, to us? No, is that the one no, that's no. holding us down? Yeah. So anyway, Coco Marchand is like um. Is like hey um I don't trust Eichhorst. Uh, why, yeah, I feel like you're not telling me the truth about this. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> and she's like, mm, I don't know. But yes, for now. Hey, shut up. But it's also, and this is, I guess this is fine, but it's, it's one of the annoying things. It's like, every character so far has been an idiot. So why is one allowed to not be an idiot? It, it ruins the verisimilitude of all the other ones. Well, she's still an idiot. Um, because she knows something's up, and rather than running away from it, she just wants to know more about it. Yeah, she it. does. Uh, and 
we're not privy to the information that she has as yeah. to why she's still sticking around. Because it can't be for it can't be for Palmer. Oh. What if uh what if the what if uh he got a new worm? <laughs> <laughs> he looks ninety but he's got the he's got the he's got the, the dick of like a twenty year old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely rejuvenated down there. Yeah. Um all right, that's gross. Yeah, that's really um, gross. All right. So, uh Palmer goes to see the cardinal about the oxidolumen. Yeah. Uh, and for somebody who apparently has um uh a never-ending font of wealth, he's not exactly making the cardinal an offer he can't refuse. Like Palmer is a pretty much creating a society where money will be useless and he's still being like, oh, "I don't know if I can give you a million dollars in gold bullion right now. If I was Palmer, I'd be like five million. Yeah. Bring me that book right now. Yeah. Dickhead. And that's that's the other thing. And maybe you can help. Uh, maybe I'm just being a dunce as far as negotiation and, and selling things goes. Uh-huh. But he, uh, the Cardinal quoted like $2 million, I think, to Palmer, something yeah. like that. Uh, when Aid came to get it, he quoted $750,000 gold. Um, well, no, well, I, I don't know how it works, but Palmer said, I'll give you 500000 in gold. Okay. And the guy said, um, I accept your offer, but I have another buyer and I'm going to I could have sworn he said something about like a million or two million dollars. Maybe he was saying that like, that's what it was really worth, but okay. because we're in yeah, tough maybe. times in New York or something like that. All right. But either way, it's like, Hey, all right. Listen, I understand it's a tough market. Two hundred million or two million? <laughs> yeah, a billion. A, a billion dollars. What's uh? What's uh, How much does that? How much does that bridge cost? I'll give you that bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge, whatever it takes. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, so, uh, Eichhorst shows up in the middle of negotiations. Um, after uh, isn't that what happened? Uh, yeah. Uh, and he says a couple things, and then they get to a bit escorted out. Uh, and Palmer is pushing Eichhorst on the whole master thing. Yeah. Um, and saying, like, oh, I haven't seen Bolivar in a little while. Where's Bolivar been? Yeah. Um, and I guess he knows somehow that, like, what the, what the deal was. How does he know? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's got, uh, maybe he's got people out there. Uh, and, uh... He, he presses Eichhorst on, like, what the protocol is, what he has to do. Um, does he have to bow? Does he, like, you know, does he genuflect? What do you, what, what do, you do? What do you do yeah. when uh, the master arrives? Yeah. Um, Coco. Um, so there was that. Uh, then Eichhorst goes to the cardinal uh, with a... A counter offer, um, and basically says like, "Give it to me, or I'll kill you." Um, yeah. And the what do you call it? Uh, cardinal. He, he, the, what's that? Oh, wait, no, the, the cardinal um, refuses. Uh, says that he has sworn not to say who it who it was going to, uh, and I'm guessing it's not Abe. Well, or, it wasn't who it was going to. It was where it was being held. Oh, where it was being held. Because okay. somebody else has it. And he's just brokering something. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and 
then he's down on his knees praying uh, that no harm comes to him. But unfortunately, it does. He gets sprayed with worms. Um, but he... There's this, of course, moment with i saying something along the lines of, like, where's your god now? Um, and then Abe and um, Fett show up, uh, scare him off. Um, Abe got a little bit of a neck slice in, a little nick. Yeah. Little, little neck nick yeah. on him. Uh, book, well, he's young Abe now. Yeah. He's not a day over 70 now. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's got a, a 35-year-old penis. Yeah. Uh, Very strong penis. <laughs> uh, and... Then he says to Abe, because uh, what happened was he, Icorus had kind of fed fed him with fed some worms to him, and because once you're infected with, by the worms, yeah. uh, the master knows all your secrets. Yeah. Uh, Abe explains that to him, and he lets out to Abe where it's being held. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't remember. I don't remember what name he said, but he said that he's like, oh, of course, yeah. the boy. Uh, from the from Austrian the, from the Austrian convent yeah uh, and I guess that goes back to the flashback where they found a little kid in the like the cupboard uh, like underneath the cabinet I honestly don't remember um, okay sorry well, I know I'm being <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> hey uh... I'm smart and I want to stay <laughs> I'm not dumb <laughs> like everybody says yeah <laughs> uh well, I'm I'm 99 sure that's who that's who is being talked about right now. Okay. Uh, the boy from the convent is the boy from that flashback, uh-huh. which was in Austria and at a convent. That's yeah. how sure I am about this. Okay. Um, and then uh, that was that for them. Then we go back to Coco and Palmer, uh, and Coco is all like, "No, you got to tell me what's going on." And Palmer's like, "And he's like, slow your roll, baby." <laughs> I don't have to tell you anything. Um, and then she's like, fine. I'm getting, I'm putting, I'm taking this tape off my breasts. Yeah. <laughs> putting on a more comfortable shirt and, and going out the door. <laughs> and you will never see Coco Marchand again. You will, you will never see the side of uh, my boobs ever again. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> and off she trots. Yeah. Uh, so... I guess we're probably going to see Palmer reach out because now he's got a taste, yeah. uh, and uh, he's going to bring her into whatever whatever he's got. Cooking. Well, I wonder if he's going to be uh, um, there. You know, there's a, a certain type of person who, uh, w- after they've had sex for the first time, go. Now that I've done that, the world is my oyster, and I will be doing <laughs> this billions times more immediately. <laughs> With thousands of other girls. Wait, uh, are you saying this was Palmer's first time? They say they said so on the, on one of the blogs that Palmer's never had sex. What? Yeah. Oh well, yeah, that, that could be the case um, because he was he's been sick since he was like ten years old or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Look, men such as us, we would have we would have had the nurses. <laughs> we would have done something. <laughs> But you know, Palmer might have been really sick. Um, yeah, no, it was it was established in like one of the strain like official blogs that like that's what Palmer is. So yeah, he's okay. probably like, get out of here! I can have a hundred more of you in a second. <laughs> yeah, I'll find another. Yeah, <laughs> and another after that. Yeah, and another. I'll uh, be counting cocos soon. All right, <laughs> counting cocos. I've got a lovely bunch of cocos. <laughs> uh. 
All right, there's a nuts joke in there somewhere. Sure. Um, I'm not gonna go digging. No. All right, so let's go to uh, F, Fett, and Nora, which also brings in Kelly. Uh, and we could be making pretty good time on this podcast. We are making great time. All right, uh, so we open up the whole episode with a little bit of a pretty woman, yeah, uh, kind of thing going on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what did you describe it as? Uh, I described it as um, uh, Kelly getting My Fair Lady. <laughs> yeah. I guess the better one would be Pygmalion, but they're both the yeah. same thing. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plains. My uh, God, I think she's got it. <laughs> yeah, let's give us a musical number. Yeah. Oh, musical <laughs> strain would be uh, fun. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plains. <laughs> No, no, no. All right. Uh, so she's getting made up. She's putting on her putting on her face, and um, then there's this point where she's going through a traffic checkpoint uh, where they're oh. where they're very very thoroughly che- checking cars and getting the UV light, putting it on people. Yeah. Um, they ask her to pop the trunk, and they're coming over to, with, a, with a UV light uh, to try and uh, spot her worms. And uh, no sooner does that happen than is <laughs> does a van full of um, uh, strigoi yeah. uh, just decide to go nuts. <laughs> now, if this was the plan... Like, who's driving that car? Like, hey, guys, be cool. Be cool. There's, there's cops all around. Yeah. Just, just sit back, relax. <laughs> Don't get a blanket <laughs> over him. He's wiling. <laughs> Knock it off. Knock it off, they're coming up. They're going to see your worms, man. Brendan's shaking real bad, man. <laughs> and then, I guess one of the... I didn't see the cop open the door. Maybe the, <laughs> the vampire opened it, <laughs> which is horseshit also. We've never seen that happen yet. Uh, just opened up the side door of a, of a uh, soccer mom's yeah. van. Ford Windstar. <laughs> and jumps out fully changed. It, I'm pretty sure it had a, a high C uh, yeah. in one hand. Yeah. Uh, and it was wearing a soccer jersey. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, like, uh, so, uh, if this was, if this was, like, something that Kelly coordinated with her, like, control over some of these vampires, that would make sense. They, if that was the case, they did not explain that adequately. Yeah. So what this seemed like (laughs) was chance and, um, complete mismanagement by the cops. Yeah. This was, I mean, this took F getting on those trains and multiplied the stupidity by orders of magnitude. Yeah. Uh, if it was a well-orchestrated plan, then give us that, like, sort of Ocean Eleven-style breakdown yeah. uh, of, of, we see everything, how it happened, and then we see the, the planning stage. All right, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is yeah. going to happen. Uh, and then it's just like Kelly talking to a bunch of mindless Strigoi, like, okay, now, when he comes over, you need to freak out. Yeah, and by but the not, way, not too soon. Yeah, and, and by the way, when you uh, when you go uh, when you go to do a White House tour, or when you go to get on an airplane, and you have to walk through the metal detector, and the metal detector goes off, do they just start rushing people through after that? <laughs> say, oh come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, while we deal with the person that the yeah. metal detector. Let's not let, uh, pull the one person out of line and allow everything to continue as is. Let's take everybody. 
in ahead of that person and just shovel them on through. Yeah. So uh, so the the shit hits the fan and they're just like, yeah, no, uh, yeah, Kelly, go on, drive as fast as you can into the city, and it's like, huh, huh, no, no, you stop the whole line. And you make sure you're checking everybody because that's your job. Because things like that can happen. Yeah. Shut it down. Oh, and believe it. And here's a funny thing. There was somebody in the trunk. Yeah. Was uh, not just somebody. Some bodies. Yeah. Uh, not one, but two spider kids Jeez. that just kind of... She, she moved one of her uh, um, personal effects yeah. <laughs> out of the way. Yeah. Uh, her, her road kit. She, uh, yeah, she moved her, uh, her Burberry... Uh, <laughs> Uh, rain slicker. Yeah, her her, Mar- her bag of Mary Kay products that she's yeah. selling from door to door. Uh, she moved that out of the way. <laughs> and, and then it's just one of the Spider Kids space, and they just kind of launch out of there yeah. uh, like one of those little uh, toys that you press down on and it just pops right up. Yeah. Um, and one popped out right right after that. Uh, so that's, that's them. They're headed into Red Hook. Um, and... That's where we'll leave that for the moment. Yeah. Uh, so then we go to F, Fett, and Nora. Um, F is going over his plan to take out Palmer, mm-hmm. uh, but they need a they need a, a, a rifle, I guess, because he wants to kind of snipe him. Yeah, because um, F has um, established himself as a uh, a crack shot. Yeah, a marksman. Point. Yeah, um, <laughs> they can't, they couldn't even hit Kelly from feet away. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're gonna, I guess, go across a building to try and try and do that. Uh, so they're trying to take out Palmer. They need a gun. He talks to Fett, and Fett tells him that he he knows a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and between there, Nora is asking about Barnes, saying, "Oh, did you hear about Barnes? Um, it was the same train. She doesn't um, she doesn't buy that." She, she, you can tell that she doesn't necessarily buy it, but she kind of just goes along with the the idea that Palmer was on the same train, didn't see him, and had nothing to do with his death. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to assume that she believes him, uh, but it's just or, or that she doesn't believe him, but is just kind of going along with things because yeah. it's easier that way. Um, and uh, he says that he's going to be taking Zach to run errands, um, which I guess is to to get that to get that gun. But why are you taking Zach? I think you just. I think it's just a bonding experience. I guess, but this is this is one of the things that is so infuri- infuriating about this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought it up a couple podcasts ago. We were watching it a little bit uh, tonight, and that's Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, and on that show, we are two episodes in, and shit is falling apart. Yeah. Like really, really fast. Like in in the city, in neighborhoods, uh, communications are starting to break down. Uh, the word of this virus and uh, its effects are really starting to get out there really, really quickly, yeah. just as you think it would in 2015 uh, yeah. or in that, in, even in that year, which I think is a prequel to Walking Dead, which is something like 2009-ish, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, so, have you ever played? There's this like uh, it's a it's an online game. It's also on like every like iPhone and Android and all that stuff. Uh, it's called Plague Inc. Uh, plague, P L A G U E, um, and it it um, simulates what would happen if you like like you try to create a virus that will kill the entire world. Yeah, and um, it's like very effective at like the exponential factor of like if something like this hits the fans, like how long would it take? Yeah, and with 
zombies um, that are biting people, it would be a little bit slow on the initial take. But remember that every person that gets turned is then actively hunting other people. Yeah. Um, so it should be outrageous, especially considering New York, there would be people that would get bit or get eaten and then immediately go to other places, probably yeah. other countries. I mean, there, there really should be outbreaks all over the world yeah. if this happened in New York. Yeah. Uh, in one of the episodes, I'm not sure if you were on it, but they did show the president talking about his hand, uh, talking about his handling of the outbreak. Yeah. Um, but let's, you know, let's cut for an episode to something completely different uh, and see how it's affecting or show us more of that. Yeah. Uh, we also can't neglect the fact uh, that Red Hook is supposed to be vampire free yeah um stragoi free uh they did do a decent job of showing us the the methods and the the ways or whatever that that was being done and i think it was at least on its way to being a vampire free zone yeah uh so i guess you could draw the conclusion that that's why zach and f are out running errands uh, or uh, why he's at least bringing Zach along? Maybe he feels safe enough. But still, I would, I would have my flesh and blood, anybody in my family, in my group, in my squad. That if it's not necessary to go outside, if yeah. I don't need you, you need to stay here. Yeah, but if you, but then think about like, imagine like, ten years, twenty years from now, Zach can't be useless. He yeah. can't be flabby. He can't be stupid. He's got to be able to do shit. Yeah, yeah, and it is during the day. Yeah. Uh, so they're if they're out, they're going to be like, you know, in more more dark uh, alleys and 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 buildings and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I, I would go along with him bringing Zach along for training purposes. Uh, so, um, hold on. Um, actually, going to jump back. Just a bit, because uh, we left some stuff out of the Oxido-Lumen side of things. Uh, Abe and Fett are traveling around, uh, and he, I think it's some... Fett even says at one point that Red Hook is, you know, she's doing her she's doing her job. There's the, yeah. the check, uh, and it's kind of vampire, or it's almost vampire-free. Yeah. Um, and then Abe also tells... He kind of gives him, like, this bros before hoes... Uh, talk yeah. he's like get your you know your, your um, get your mind off of her and back in the game yeah um, talking about Dutch I guess right you gotta fucking harden up Zach <laughs> we're fighting a war out there <laughs> yeah stop thinking about the girl oh, um, oh yeah sorry I'm yeah, yeah. Uh, and he goes uh, Abe goes to meet with the cardinal uh, he offers him $750,000 gold for it. And he's basically like, look, he's doing what Palmer should have done. Uh, Abe is basically like, yeah, oh, name your price. What name do you, your price, what, yeah. What, what is it? Um, I don't, and the Cardinal's like, oh, I don't think that you have, that you, uh, just just give me, say a figure. All right, $750,000 gold, done. Have it for you within 24 hours. And then, uh, and then again, like this is where things get stupid, right? Mike, let's um, let's bargain. I would like to buy your phone from you. Okay. Uh, name and price. Um, it's an iPhone six plus. Okay. Um, it's only a few months old, so I would say uh, sixty four gigabytes, three hundred bucks. Done. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna think on it. 
Um, no, I oh. need to know. I need to know the price for you to sell me your phone right now. Oh, okay. Uh, Five hundred dollars. Done. All right, I'm gonna think on this. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. I want to know. I want to know. And like, it was gonna. It might cost more than the phone. Okay. But I. But this conversation is over unless you give me a price that I can walk out on. The- um. No. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I guess here's the thing, right? Is this guy goes seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then he says done, and says, "Well, I've got another buyer." He's like, "Okay, yeah. name another." Like, all right, like I will pay you. I will keep going up. I will go like five hundred, great. Seven hundred fifty, great. Thousand or a million or, or whatever million, cool. Make Abe say no. Isn't that how negotiating works? Yeah. Yeah. You say, and then and then you say, all right, um, look, you can keep going. I've got. I just want to let you know that I have another buyer, and I've got to. I've got to bring this offer to him. I just think it's such small it's beans. Yeah. It's just like it's weird. Yeah. Um. It, it it's just like stall tactics. Yeah. Uh, I guess just a way to get these people all together. Yeah, he's um, having them bid against each other. But he's also like doing them. He's doing them this weird service, which is he's making them bid against. He's he's keeping them from bidding against themselves. So he goes up to the one guy. He goes up to Palmer and he says, uh, "I need half a million. And Palmer says, "Done." And he says, "Okay, I'll let you know." <laughs> and then the and then he goes to Abe and he says, "I've had an offer for five hundred thousand. He says, "I'll do seven hundred fifty. He says, "Thank you." And then he goes, but why wouldn't he say, uh... What's the, what's the highest you can go? Yeah, what's because the, it's still not going to be as much as uh, this thing is worth. But what's the highest you can go? go. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take that number to the other buyer. If the buyer can't beat it, guess what? You got it's it. It's yours. Yeah. Um, could be as simple as that. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's so stupid. Yeah. Especially because the, the ultimate, like... It ha- it ends the way we know it's going to end, which is that nobody's going to get it. Nobody is. There's no way somebody's just getting the Osido Lumen yeah. by buying it. Yeah, uh, the price is blood. <laughs> uh, it's a magic book with a whole bunch of Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> decals. <laughs> uh, all right, back to Zach and F. Um, so Zach and F go to uh, Fett's guy to get the gun. Yeah. Uh, somebody's running out of the building, uh, clutching a bag of things. Um, probably some Mary Kay supplies sold to yeah. by Kelly. Yeah. Um, and uh, they go in, and the I guess the daughter or the wife, I'm not sure. I think maybe daughter uh, of the guy takes them back, and they see that the guy has been shot. Yeah. And um, they have some things that make it possible for F2... Although he says he's not a surgeon, yeah. to do some kind of on-the-spot surgery, yeah, um, and then they staple him. Uh, they staple. They staple, staple his, him they up. Staple him up. Good. Um, and what was it that they said that, that was it? The staple, the staple gun. What that he got shot with? No, <laughs> yeah, they, it's just a bunch of staples. Uh, to stitch him. Well, they said that they had something that uh, a lot of the street, you know. Uh, criminals use because they can't go to a hospital. Yeah. Oh no! It was it was uh, it was um, the pain medication. Oh, was it the pain medication? Yeah. Okay. Because I thought it was no. She pulled out like a bag of of something. Um, I think it was the the staples. 
Oh, the the like um, yeah. Okay, that that sewed him up. Um, anywho, yeah. that's besides the point. Uh, so surgery I, is uh, neither neither here nor there. Surgery was a, a, a astounding success. A rousing success. Sir. Yeah. Um, he's got pain on his scale from 1 to 10 on the 15. Yeah. Uh, and that's when she pulls out that um, East pack full of uh, pain meds. Yeah. And one of those was huge. It was like BJ's uh, Sam's Club size. Yeah, it was probably for the butt, too. Uh, Costco size thing of Oxycontin. What, what did you say? I said it was probably a suppository. <laughs> a suppository. I put the suppository in my suboxone. Master Watson, I have to head to the suppository. <laughs> um... All right, so Zach is talking about Kelly again. He won't again. shut up about his mother. Uh, and rubber banding from not caring to caring like way too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at all is way too much because your mom's a monster, kid. Yeah. Your mom's a monster. Um, and uh, so... They go back to the base, uh, and F and Nora have a conversation, basically recapping all our complaints from the podcasts. I mean, like, literally screenwriting 101 is, like, if something has happened, you don't talk about what has happened. (laughs) Because it's the most boring thing in the world to the audience. (laughs) Yeah, but this this was interesting to me because of the fact that it was, like... Just talking about things that annoyed the audience. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I don't know why he keeps... He's just going in this in circular pattern. Uh, he co- keeps coming back to caring about his mom. Uh, and then she's like, well, you keep sending him mixed messages. Uh, one minute you're trying to hide him from the truth. The next you're rubbing his face in it. Then you leave, uh, you leave him here to go to D.C. Uh, so it was like all of these things that are inconsistent within the show. They're like highlighting for yeah. us yeah. Uh, within this one conversation. Uh, so, um, F... And he's like, he's like, oh, you want to know what happened in D.C.? D.C. was crazy, all right? (laughs) He's like, I killed a lot of people, (laughs) including a woman I had sex with. Who? (laughs) What was that? Uh, what, uh, oh, you mean about me killing a lot of people? Yeah, that was true. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, 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 that other part. (laughs) That, you know what part I'm talking about. Come on, Nora Martinez. No, 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 no. Don't Nora Martinez me. What was that part about having sex with a pharmaceutical rep? I had to do it in order to get the the product sold to the army guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Was, was Was the cure for vampirism on the tip of your dick, sir? Oh, yeah. as a matter of fact, um, it's funny you should mention. A funny story, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. This, but like, we, this is so funny because we were talking about how how there could not have been a more convenient end to uh, to to um, what's his name F's affair than this woman catching two hot ones in the chest. Yeah, and he immediately uh, he, blows it. Yeah, and he didn't say it. He didn't say that, uh, he didn't, if he had said it just as we had done, uh, it would have been really funny within the show. Yeah. Uh, and it would have said exactly what it was. But instead we get this dialogue that very, very, very subtle, like 
I wouldn't even use the word subtle. Cryptically. Yeah. That you would have to really read into this. Mm -hmm. Um, And because he said that she, uh, the assassin came to kill us. I shot her. And then she died in my arms. Yeah. It could have been at a fucking bar. Yeah. You know? Uh, it could have been at a. It could have been at a Costco or a Sam's Club. Yeah. Uh. Also, um, okay. So, um, Mike, uh, ask me what I uh, ask me what I did in DC. David, I have, a, I have I have just one question for you. Sure. What did you do in DC? I was responsible for four people's deaths. Besides the head of the besides the head of the NHS, I was responsible for my friend Rob the pharmaceutical rep we were trying to sell it for, and the hitman's death. Did Ask you me, have sex with your friend Rob? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. Yeah, Rob Valesiani. <laughs> no, ask me again. Uh, David, I have just one question for you. Sure. What did you? What happened in D.C.? I was responsible for three people's deaths. The head of the <laughs> NHS, my friend Rob, and the assassin that tried to kill him. <laughs> David. Yeah. Ask me what I did in what happened in DC. Mike, what happened? I only have one question. <laughs> what happened in DC? I had sex <laughs> with, a with girl. another woman. <laughs> <laughs> with a girl. That wasn't you. Uh, oh, but he, he went, he went, he went. I was responsible for four people's deaths. I was responsible for impregnating a dead woman. The head of the, the head of the, uh, not the NHS anyway, what is it? The, uh, CDC. CDC. The head of the CDC, my buddy Rob, and the assassin. You said four people. Huh? Huh? I must, I must, oh. Huh? Come well, back uh, here. Um, did I say four? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was four. <laughs> there was also, uh, this one lady who died in my arms. Mm. Oh, because you caught her. Uh, mm-hmm. She was falling. Well, in, in a way, I caught her. You caught had sex. <laughs> you had sex with her. You had sex with that woman. Sure. All right. All right uh, moving on, because we were we were mm. making good time. Um, we're almost done. And uh, so they're having this. While all the while they're having this discussion, mm-hmm. uh, Kelly is uh, pretty much doing like Mark Wahlberg in Fear. Uh, like, come on, let me, let me, just let me in. You know, we're gonna have a nice little talk. Come on, Let's just, do it. come Let's on, do it. just let me, let me, just let me in the house. <laughs> uh, and Zach, stupid, stupid Zach, uh, is on board with this. Uh, now, granted, this is consistent with his inconsistent character, um, and you have the added uh, makeover. So Kelly looks like Kelly. She doesn't look like the Crypt Keeper now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he's about to... And in the middle of their conversation, F is like, Hey, do you hear something? What did he hear? I think he heard um, her rattling around outside. <laughs> tap, tap, tapping at the, at the door. At the, at the parlor door. Um, here's a question. Did someone just throw a pebble at the window? Yeah. Uh, so in... One of the greatest movies ever made, Men in Black. The dude gets taken over by the bug, and he comes back, and he's acting weird. Vincent D'Onofrio, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio. Daredevil's uh, kingpin. Yeah. God, he's a... Versatile. He, I, he's versatile, but uh, I think he's better in Men in Black than he is as kingpin. Ah, I, was, I just I, made some more sugar water. I'm, I am very particular <laughs> about what I do 
in Hell's Kitchen. Don't squash that. Back. I'll put my hands on my head. <laughs> like this. Um, is that bad? Yeah. Uh, That's when it comes to bug. For, um, so anyway, um, in that movie, uh, he he gets taken over by the bug, right? And then he comes back to his farmhouse where his simple wife is waiting. Yeah. And um, asks for water with sugar. Yeah. And then takes off in the truck and never to be seen again. Right? And although that woman let him in, she then had the awareness to be like, something is very much off and I'm going to call the authorities. Well, she yeah. actually calls the tabloids, but she calls somebody because yeah. she's like, oh, an alien took over my my husband's body. Yeah. It's an Edgar. Z- it's someone is wearing an Edgar suit. Yeah. Zach had, saw his mother get bit by a vampire. Then saw his mother as a gross, uh, desiccated vampire husk. Yeah. And Looking now... like Jeff Goldblum in, in The, the Fly. Fly. <laughs> And now is seeing his mother in some weird thing, but not tracking well and, like, speaking funny. And he's just like, oh, mom's back. She got better. Great. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to open this door and give her a big hug. My mom always sounded like Siri. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it defies. This is, um, this is somebody who doesn't know how to write a kid writing a stupid kid. <laughs> uh, so, Zach... Uh, lets Kelly in, uh, and along with Kelly, uh, through that little scene there, come two spider kids. Uh, so they're on the, they're on the attack. Uh, Nora is shooting down. Bullets are flying. Fists are are, are flailing. Uh, and uh, spider kids. Uh, one of them goes after F, and he slices off the uh, the tongue thing, uh, and then picks. Um, picks the one, one of the, and yes, pretty much throws it onto what I think was the Iron Throne. Yeah, it, uh, was, yeah. <laughs> it was the most stupidly. It was I think a knife rack, but like the oh, opposite the- side of a knife rack. It was ridiculous. I, they, 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 we we could have we should have slowed that down and looked at it frame by frame because I have no idea what I saw. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Iron Maiden though. Essentially. <laughs> It was it was like a, a huge mace. Yeah. Uh, just a mace sitting on a counter. I mean, you could... Um, you could put somebody in a... Uh, I guess you, you could tie two CO2 tanks to somebody's back and have them fly around... Uh, a house <laughs> like a, like a like a balloon where the where there's a little hole in it mm-hmm. and they wouldn't find something to meet their end like that. <laughs> In any house. <laughs> uh, then, uh, what happens to one of the others? What happens to the other one? Does it get uh, one gets a, a knife cut. Oh, no, the other one. Well, F uh, is about to pop Kelly. Pop Kelly, and this one jumps in front of her face. Yeah. No. So, the stupidest thing. And then thing. dives out the door. Yeah. And Kelly's gone. Yeah. And that is the episode. Yeah. Um, all right. Then uh, any other thoughts on it? Uh, on the show, on the direction of yeah, things? Yeah, we, we had some promising episodes, and this was just another um, filler time waster. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, there were there were things that happened. Like, there was movement as far as the Oxido Lumen, um, kind of. 
Uh, they know where they're going to find it, or at least who might have it, and they got, just got to track that person down. Uh, we finally saw Kelly meet up with Zach. Uh, we confirmed that Zach still is dumb. Um, and uh, other than that, there was you know, just, some bodies like, yeah, hit the floor. Just, it, it, again, like sometimes this, this show, it's a 25-minute show yeah. that they make 40 minutes out of. Yeah. All right. Uh, winners and losers. Who do you got? Oh God! Um, I guess my winner is my winner. You want me to go? As yeah, you go because right. I can't. I know my loser, but I can't think of my winner. Uh, my winner. Uh, I wasn't thinking about my winner. Uh, I'm going to say my winner is Abe. Because mm-hmm. um, he's still a badass. Yeah. Uh, and he knows where the Oxidolumen is. Uh, and he knows before the Master does. Only, it's, Of course, it's only a matter of time. Probably the opening of the next episode is yeah. like the Master sucking in all that knowledge. Uh, and my loser is poor Nicholas. Uh, Poor the- Nicholas, by the way, this guy's <laughs> talking about, the Cardinal's talking about, oh, uh, Nicholas, when Nicholas gets in here, he's going to fuck you up. Good, Nicholas looked like Joe Biden. Yeah, he's like this old retired Monsignor. Um, he was like a pastor emeritus of, of this parish or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, like the, the oldest deacon that they have on the books. Um, so he is my loser because um, there was just way more expected of, of him than he could deliver on. Yeah. Who do you got? Um, so my my loser is uh, is Palmer. Yeah. Because I don't know if he understood that he was losing Coco yeah. Marchand. Yeah. And uh, listen, if you were Coco's age, you'd be sad to see her go. And uh, he's uh, he's a ninety five year old virgin. <laughs> And he just told he just told his uh, this French dime who for some reason likes him to yeah. kick rocks. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, if he's a ninety five year old virgin, uh, and they're gonna force us to deal with this anyway, make it fun. Yeah, like uh, you know, have you know, light some candles <laughs> and have that like, hey now, hey now, don't dream it's over. Yeah, so yeah. like, uh, just have that like sort of just slow stuff, and then just fade us, fade yeah. us out, or, like, or just... give us, give us the, uh, give us like in Game of Thrones, the amazing Sam losing his virginity moment, where he goes, oh my, oh, oh, oh my, <laughs> um, I would have paid a million dollars to hear Palmer go, ugh. <laughs> 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 winner and your loser? Ma- uh, no, Palmer's my loser. Oh, Palmer's loser. He, yeah, lost yeah. A, he lost the love of a good woman. And your winner? Uh, my winner is is Eichhorst. Eichhorst had a fun little episode. Got to just like go back to his role of just being mean and bossy. Yeah, the muscle. Got to show, uh, got to pretty woman. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was surprised he didn't have Kelly like turn around in a spinning chair. Yeah. And do the over the shoulder. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you now. Look at you. Um. Anything else? No. All right. Uh. Well, then why don't we just end it there? Great. Uh. Go to. Oh, we got to announce. Um. Who the winner was? Yes. Uh. The winner of our uh July contest 
goes by the screen name of Hamlet series, uh, and it's review number 10. Uh, so we will be in touch. Uh, if you hear this, uh, shoot us a direct message or tweet at us, and uh, we will do what we can to verify that and get you the set of strain books, the books that the strain is based on, out to you as soon as we can. Yep. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Blah. Blah. Uh.